On June 5th, Resurrection Church is participating in Amnion's Walk for Life that's hosted in Burnsville at Eden Baptist Church. And in preparation for that, we wanted to learn a little bit more about Amnion, their mission, and how we can help them. So today I'm joined by Mark Opseth, the director at Amnion. So thank you for joining us. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, Pastor. Yeah, so I would just like to start by... um, hearing what the mission of Amnion is and maybe a little bit about what you do. And uh, we can start there. Yeah. The mission of Amnion Pregnancy Center is we offer the hope of Jesus Christ to those impacted by an unplanned pregnancy. And we change that to hone in on the hope of Jesus Christ. That's really what we're all about. We want to look for opportunities to proclaim the good news of the gospel for these men and women that come in with uh, the uncertainty of a pregnancy or not. And if there is pregnancy, it's often unplanned and they're scared and nervous. And we provide all kinds of um, free services for them. All of our services are free, but really our main priority is looking for opportunities to proclaim the good news of the gospel. It's not just about saving babies for us, but it's about the gospel saving the women and the men that come in. Yeah. So Amnion is explicitly Christian and motivated by the gospel, not just by, um, you know, this is a good thing to do, but there's actually something deeper that it's part of. Absolutely. We love the gospel and we love proclaiming the gospel. That's what we feel our mission is and that's what we're called to do. That's that's great. And I think that's a great reason for churches to partner with Amnion because um, even though the outworking of the, the mission looks different, you're, you're centered on one particular area. It's connected to the thing that we all hold dear, which is the gospel. Yeah, our mission field are the men and women that come in um, wondering about a pregnancy. And we offer free pregnancy tests. We offer ultrasounds. Lately, we've added to our services abortion pill rescue. Mm. So when, when a woman takes the abortion pill, it's a two-pill process. But after taking the first one, if that woman changes her mind and realizes, what have I done? Mm-hmm. I want to save this baby. There is an opportunity for her to take some other pills that's safe for the woman mm. in order to reverse that effect of the original abortion pill. Hmm. Um, the statistics show that it's about 60% effective. Um, but since we've started last fall, we've had five or six people come in, inquiries about this. And so we're very uh-huh. excited because it's a great opportunity to literally save the baby yeah. from the jaws of death. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, so I was looking at your website, and it seems like you have a plethora of ministry and outreaches in programming that you do. And um, I, I think I was most surprised to see that there's actually a decent amount that you offer for men. And I think when we think of a pregnancy center, usually we just think of a, a woman. So I'd just be interested if you could talk about the way that you seek to serve men. Yeah, <clears throat> Obviously, I'm a man, so coming on staff in the typically women's um, ministry world gives me opportunity to meet with the young men. Um, It doesn't happen very often. The young men are often busy. They don't see the need. But when there is opportunity, it's wonderful to talk with these young men about what it means to be a good father. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, look for opportunities to proclaim the good news of the gospel. Um, Talk about how they were raised how their father raised them, to look for opportunities to maybe do things better mm-hmm. or take on some of those characteristics that were good. And so it is a wonderful opportunity, not just to minister to the women, but to minister to the men. And that's mm-hmm. what we're doing more and more. And so 
um, <clears throat> we've been interviewing men to take over this, this men's ministry fatherhood initiative mm-hmm. in order to do more outreach to these men and okay. be creative. Because sometimes I think the, the women come in and they have a vested interest because they want to get an ultrasound or mm-hmm. they, they want to find out resources because they're carrying a baby. The man, which is typically a partner, not a married partner, maybe is a little bit more disconnected. And so okay. they, don't, they don't really see the felt need to come in all the time. And so we're trying to think of creative ways where we can still reach out to these men, mm-hmm. maybe through texts, through other opportunities, in order to um, minister to them and help them to be the fathers that God wants them to be. So in your, your sort of expanding this emphasis, is, Absolutely. Yeah, I think are. you mentioned you're looking for somebody to yep. serve in that role yes. currently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. So then I, shifting to women's services that you offer, um, it seemed to me that there's both like front end, like you're expecting a baby, but then perhaps ongoing help after that or counseling or instruction. So maybe you could talk about both sides of that mm-hmm. um, because it, it seems that you're not concerned just to say, hey, make sure you have a baby, um, but also we want to help you as you go forward from there. Right, and I think that's uh, what many pro-choice people look at a, a pro-life center like ours and say, all you care about is the unborn baby, and that's just not true. Mm-hmm. You can go to any pregnancy center, and there, yes, we're concerned about the unborn baby, but we're also concerned about the mother. Mm-hmm. Are they? Do they have the, um, the things needed to be an effective mother? So we've got a lot of connections with local agencies to help them get the resources and information that they need. But we also provide ongoing care and counsel for that woman throughout her pregnancy. And even beyond, a year beyond, we're giving out um, diapers for them because we want to make sure that they're being cared for and taken care of. Mm -hmm. Our intent is because we're on the, the front lines of this ministry, even with evangelism, we want to connect with churches. Mm-hmm. and try to get these these women and men who may not be connected to a church to get them involved in the life of a local congregation because there they will get the ongoing love and care beyond you know a year after their pregnancy or yeah. that's our heart's desire that's great how how do people find amnion who are needing these services yeah it's interesting many of them drive by and see our sign we have a program that we've had in the in the public schools since the, since we started in the early 90s, where they can um, we go into the schools and do a, an abstinence presentation, hmm. and so many of these kids in high school grow up and realize, oh yeah, I remember Amnion came and mm-hmm. spoke at our school, so that's a good connection. We've we've this past year invested more and more money in marketing mm-hmm. because we realize that when somebody does a Google search, help, I'm pregnant, we want to be sure to be near the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really paying off. And we feel like that money is well worth the investment of getting people into the center. Mm-hmm. Because we know they're, once they come in, they're going to be cared for. Yeah, It's interesting about pro-life pregnancy centers. You're either going to get a Google review of a one or a five. Hmm. If they've been in, they'll typically give a five because of the care that they've given. If they don't like pregnancy centers, never been there, 
they'll just post a one hmm. and give a general thing about pre- pregnancy centers, which aren't true. But it gives us an opportunity to invite more dialogue. So, mm-hmm. hey, we're sorry you feel this way. We'd love to have we'd love to talk to you more about that. And and um, to date, nobody's ever taken advantage of that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I I don't think probably you know uh, I know what amnion means. I don't know. Uh, what it means or if it's significant. Um, but as people are searching and Amnion Pregnancy Center comes up, what, what does Amnion mean or or represent? Yeah, it, it literally means a little lamb. And it's it it conveys the idea of that amniotic sac, that, hmm. that place where God has created a place for that baby to grow and develop um, until they're ready to give birth. And so it's a beautiful picture when we think of Amnion. It's a place when the the woman carrying a child, we provide that safe haven for Mm -hmm. them, a place where they're going to get cared for, non-judged, not judged, and again, providing resources that they may need, helping them get to the the various resource Mm -hmm. centers that they might need, but but certainly just walking with them through a very difficult situation. And it could start with, I don't even know how to tell my parents, Mm -hmm. and helping them have that communication with their parents. And our mission talks about those impacted by an unplanned pregnancy. And so it's not just the, the woman, not just her partner, but who else is impacted? Mm-hmm. Moms, moms and dads, maybe grandparents, siblings. And so we want to th- help them uh, really communicate that and try to help provide resources that their own family can care for them and be there for them as well. Yeah, and as as a safe space there, um, Amnion is not uh, probably benefiting in terms of making a lot of money off of this thing. So it's not uh, a conflict of interest in what's going on there, but it's directly and genuinely caring for individuals. Yeah. Um, so maybe you can help us know how a place like Amnion continues to run and exist. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said that because a place like... Um, place that provides abortions, they're invested in the decision that that young woman makes. If they make a decision to have an abortion, they're going to profit from that decision. Mm -hmm. A pregnancy center like Amnion and other pro-life pregnancy centers, typically all their services are free. Any decision they make uh, bears no impact on the bottom line for Mm -hmm. Amnion. So I think that's good because we can come at it with a very objective and um, have opportunity to minister to that person. Oftentimes, um, we're desiring for them to choose life. There are times when they don't choose life and they walk away. But mm-hmm. because of the love and care that they've been given, typically they'll come back after an abortion because they're they're dealing with a lot of hurt and pain mm-hmm. um, there. So um, in terms of support, we're com- totally community-based. We have individuals that support us. We have churches that support us, businesses that support us. Um, we have a wonderful, broad base of support that's been consistent over the many, many years. We've been over now 30 years, and we're very grateful for our donor mm-hmm. base. They've been so supportive of us because they love babies and they love the ministry, the gospel-centered ministry of Amnion. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some major fundraising events that take place throughout the year. First, around Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, we start off Bottles for Life. And so we've got all kinds of, we've got hundreds and hundreds of bottles that we can get to a church and they can distribute these bottles to their congregation, fill them with coins, cash, checks, 
and return them. And so it's a it's a another way for people to support Amnion through our Bottles for Life. June 5th is our Walk for Life. That's one of our other annual events. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to that at Eden Baptist. And thanks so much for your participation in that. And then in the fall, we have a gala and a silent auction. Mm-hmm. That's probably our biggest event. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful opportunity to communicate to a broader base of people, what's been going on the past year, a client testimony is given, the silent auction is, is just a fun way to, um, to help bring enthusiasm to that event. And, and uh, our, our events have been well supported and we love the participation, we love the interaction with, with the donors face-to-face. Outside of financial donations, are there ways that people are able to support and help Amnion? Yeah, we have a number of people, wonderful volunteers that come in. We have teams that come in, and maybe it's a Tuesday afternoon team. They come in every Tuesday afternoon or or a Tuesday morning. <clears throat> We've got several teams of volunteers that come in and help stuff envelopes, uh, organize, and do various things around the center. We have... Uh, people that that sit at the front desk and help greet these women and their partners that come in and and uh, get them situated and and taken care of right away so there are those opportunities we have opportunities for businesses to help support our various events by either being a corporate sponsor giving a donation or giving a in-kind donation where it's maybe something for the silent auction Mm -hmm. uh, some sort of service or some sort of item that can be given yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I I am curious on what advice you would give to church members as they try to relate to their neighbors and other people in the community as they as they come to know people who may be helped by the services offered. What what can they do to connect people to to the work you're doing there? Yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that because there's two ways that every church member can be involved and help support the ministry and mission of Amnion. Uh, First and foremost is being aware of the services that we offer for the women, the clients themselves. So they're going to run into people that maybe are dealing with an unplanned pregnancy. Encourage them if if they're in this area, send them to Amnion. We're we're equipped, we're trained, we're ready to receive um, those women and men in order to minister to them. So keep Amnion in mind. And the client website is amnionpc.org. On the other side, the support in order for us to provide the services, that's the donor side of things. Mm-hmm. And that's helpofferhope.org. And from there, you, you'll see all kinds of resources that will help raise money for Amnion, raise awareness of what's going on in the community. We have a, a program called Amnion in a box where we've got a box of material. It's all set out, laid out for people to come grab a box and you can gather some of your friends in your home and have a little outing, Mm. a little um, meeting to talk about pro-life issues, what Amnion does. Mm. Um, Just make people aware of those things. So we're trying to be um, on the donor side, providing resources for churches, for church members in order to be able to communicate uh, the pro-life message. Right. Is is there anything else that we should know about Amnion? This has been really helpful. I I've learned a lot, uh, but perhaps there's more that I should have asked about, but that I didn't. Uh, we praise God for what He's done over the years. Our 
our founder and previous director, Janice Lamont, laid a great foundation for this ministry. And as a result, we are basking in God's blessings. And the, the broad base of support that we have, we love our donors, we love our volunteers, we love our churches that are involved. And if, if I could communicate to every church around that we are on the front lines of evangelism, mm-hmm. and that and our, our, our mission, our uh, target mission base is those people dealing with unplanned pregnancies. Mm-hmm. We're evangelism, but we're not discipleship. We're not mm-hmm. equipped for that, nor should we, because that's the church's mission. Mm-hmm. And so if, like I said earlier, if we can connect, which we are trying to do, connect these, some of these clients and get them in the life of a church, they will be, um, the Lord will just do great things in, in their lives. So we don't mm-hmm. see them, you know, two, three, two, five, ten years later with more unplanned pregnancies. Mm-hmm. So that's our heart's desire. But we're just grateful, grateful for all our churches and their support. Um, I love, I love what the Lord is doing, how he's raised up mm-hmm. such a team of people who love the Lord, who love the gospel, and who love babies and the women that are carrying those babies and the fathers. And we're just very fortunate and very blessed and so grateful for the opportunity to talk about this mission. Well, we're, we're grateful that Amnion is just a few minutes away from the, yeah. the building that we're moving into. Yes. And yeah. so you're sort of our neighbors in the southern part of Burnsville. Yeah. And uh, we hope that we'll be able to keep connecting with Amnion and um, taking that first step as we have this walk for life that we're participating in. Yeah. We look forward to that. So if if you are in Burnsville on June 5th, we, we encourage you to sign up for this. You can find more about it in our team at Resurrection by going to our website at www.resurrectionmn.org backslash events, where we'll, you'll see a link to where you can sign up and join our team. And if you're not there, we'd encourage you to, to donate to this great work. So Mark, thanks again for your ministry and for sharing about it today. Thank you so much. You can learn more about Resurrection Church at resurrectionmn.org. All right.